Hi, I'm John. And I'm Paul. And this is the Minute Podcast. If you give a mouse a cookie, I'm pretty sure he'd write a book. But give us 60 seconds of footage, we'll still tell you where to look. With a concept this simplistic, I can't believe we brought it back. But give us just a minute, and we'll give you season two of the podcast. The Minute Podcast. Well, thank you for joining us for another episode. As you probably know by now, the Minute Podcast is a weekly conversation between John and myself where we discuss a listener-submitted minute of content, completely out of context, and try to figure out what the heck's going on. John, what do we have the pleasure of reviewing today? Uh, Today we're discussing a minute of 1967's Dr. Doolittle, submitted by an absolute legend, Roger. Robert. (laughs) 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 Shit. Uh, I might not. I might be out of my mind this morning. <laughs> I looked at Robert's name. I know who Robert is, and I said Roger. Well, you'll get to choose how to edit that one. Yep. All right, and before we get started, I should let you know that this week's episode is brought to you by Matreon.com. Do you love to support podcasts? Is your love unconditional and not predicated on bonus content and enamel pins? <laughs> when a podcast you support misses an episode, are you not mad, just disappointed? then Matreon is the service for you. Check out <laughs> matreon.com slash minutepod to support us emotionally as well as financially. Warning, podcasts only receive 73 cents on every dollar donated. <laughs> All right. Um, so what's our level of familiarity here with Dr. Doolittle, Paul? You know, I have seen the new Dr. Doolittle movies. I think there have been two released since the 90s. Something like that. There's been more than two, Paul. Probably way more than two. I saw the two released in the mid to late 90s, probably. Mm -hmm. I've never seen this earlier one. Didn't really know it existed, and it's kind of weird. What about you? Uh, So I have seen this movie. I remember the Push Me, Pull You. Uh, I also remember reading the book. Uh, But by remember, I mean like it is in my head that I have done these things, but I don't remember it beyond that in any way. Like, I I know that Dr. Doolittle talks to animals. Um, that's kind of that's, the extent of my memory yep, as well. That's basically it. Uh, I know that there's a narrative that goes beyond that, and I know that there's songs, and boyo, boyo are there songs, so. All right, well, before we get into the songs, here's a quick 15-second intro to the scene. You can see it yourself looking at the link below. Mm-hmm. I say below, in the uh, description. Mm-hmm. We see a man standing by the coastline singing to a seal. Yep. That's about that. Yep. Okay. Well, given that we have such an interesting <laughs> script, why don't we go ahead and do a read this week? Let's do it. We we have two characters, Dr. Doolittle. Well, we're assuming this is Dr. Doolittle. And mm-hmm. the seal, John, I, I really think the seal would benefit from your artistic interpretation. All right. I think I can. I think I can step up my game. I think this is finally it, Paul. I can. I can show you what I've got inside of me. This is your moment. Mm-hmm. Okay. In your eyes, I see the deepness of the sea. Er, er, er. I see the deepness of the love, the love I feel you feel for me. Er, 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 er. <laughs> Autumn comes, summer dies. I see the passing of the years in your eyes. And when we part, there'll be no tears, no goodbyes. 
I'll just look into your eyes. Yes, I think those eyes, so wise, so warm, so real. Isn't it a pity you're a seal? <laughs> End scene. That's surprisingly close to how it actually happens in the movie. Oh, yeah, that was beautiful, Paul. You have a lovely singing voice. And you have a lovely seal voice, John. <laughs> And Seal has a lovely singing voice as well. <laughs> Speaking of Seal, John, this is a real Seal. This is not a this yeah. is not a puppet. Yeah, it it be a real Seal. It's a real it's a real Seal. I'm I, I just think it's funny how like there's a part where he like wipes the tears from the Seal's eyes, mm-hmm. and I'm just imagining myself. I'm like, did somebody come over with some saline water and like squirt? Seal in the eye. Maybe, or maybe it's actually near the eye. Near the eye. Yeah. It also just might be an unhealthy seal. Oh, that's kind of looks sick. That's my actual thought here. It does. It does have like wet area and dry area visible on its skin. Like it has lighter. Good. No, a dry seal can't be a healthy seal, right? I wouldn't think so. Yeah, they gotta be. They gotta be moist. Gotta be moist. John, we have a lot to get through here. Let's start with the seal a little more. It's an address and a hat, right? Yeah. So I think that this is a free willy situation where Mm. he is trying to not only disguise the seal, but also keep it from the harsh rays of the sun and keep it damp. Oh, okay. That's better than my interpretation was that this seal is his wife. I mean, both can be true. Both can be true. Mm-hmm. Before I forget, <laughs> I just wanted to say how fucked up of a name for a character is Dr. Doolittle? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a fun name, uh, but Dr. Doolittle definitely sounds like uh, a satirical name from it's... like an old English uh, political cartoon. Yeah, it's not a name you give yourself. No. Um, but yeah, so do- we should describe... Dr. Doolittle a little bit. So he's um he's wearing like a gentleman's coat and suit and, and a top, top hat. hat. Yeah. And he is also covered in straw. Yeah. Uh they seem to be on a carriage. Which I think he, is why he's covered in straw, but he might also just constantly be bestrawed. Yeah. Uh and Yeah, so they come up to a cliff on a wagon. And he sings a song to his seal wife and throws her into the ocean. (laughs) Just chucks her right in the ocean. And then at the very end, we see two large silhouettes that seem to be surprising Dr. Doolittle right before the second, the the minute ends. This is just so, there's so many weird things here, John. I mean, my favorite might be, he says to the seal, isn't it a pity you're a seal? And then mm-hmm. kisses it. That is yeah. a that is a fucked up thing to say to a seal. Yep. I mean, it's not the fucking seal's fault that they're a seal. I think he's really he's he's really being like incredibly, you know, offensive in that statement. I think it's he like, really I, is. I would love you more if you weren't a core axiom of yourself didn't exist, basically. And they both know it's true, but saying it, that's that's the fucked up part. Yeah. So he really kisses is. the seal, John, which to mm-hmm. me begs the question, if you had to kiss a seal, how would you go about it? 
Um, well, <laughs> with a barnet <laughs> in the way of any onlooker, definitely seems the most cinematic experience. True, true. Uh, but personally, I guess, I guess, on the nose. That's a good one. Yeah. They like bopping on the nose. They like hitting stuff with their noses, I feel. So, you know, on the nose or maybe on the forehead between the eyes. It's nice. Very platonic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure that I'd want to get near seal teeth. No, definitely not. <laughs> Particularly with the, the fleshier parts of my face. <laughs> <laughs> or any fleshy part, period. Because seals, they're carnivores. So. They're carnivores. They eat things <laughs> with their teeth. Yep. And they have sharpens. Hmm. Yep. So you mentioned him throwing the seal into the ocean. There's Mm -hmm. two questions I have here. The first is, why is he returning it? Or why is he putting it in the ocean at all? Mm -hmm. And the second is, why the hell do it from the top of a cliff? Uh, So the top of the cliff, I just assume because the entire country is basically just cliff. That's what I've learned about the UK overall, is like, they just have cliffs. Okay, you're you're not wrong. Yeah, it's just all cliff, 100% cliff. So it's like cliff or no ocean whatsoever. But we're we're dealing with like a 20-foot plus drop from the look of it here. Oh, yeah, no, this would kill a human person. I think this would kill a seal. (laughs) I think it might kill a seal as well. Um, But uh, it did not kill... Hopefully, the uh, fake mannequin seal that they threw into the ocean with clothes on it. It is not a good cut between the real seal and this mannequin. Yeah, no. But, I mean, what what could you ask for? There's only so many mannequin seals you can throw into the ocean before you're just like, fine, that's it, whatever. Yeah, I'm sure that's true. Mm-hmm. Without getting so, into our theories too much, I mean, why do you think he is throwing the seal into the ocean at all? I think he's getting the seal away from like zookeepers or something sure that's that's reasonable yeah so i think he rescued the seal disguised Mm it uh married her Mm -hmm. and then threw her into the ocean or the seal is a selkie he was able to uh find her pelt and return it to her Mm -hmm. and then uh she was able to successfully get back into the ocean so the reason this selkie is wrapped in the blanket is because it has no pelt and it's, it's for safety. Because, no, no, it's because she used to be wearing clothes just like a normal person, and then her pelt was returned to her, so then she just turned it back into a seal. Uh, you know, that I think that makes the most sense of all. Mm-hmm. Can we talk for a minute about the difference between the new Dr. Doolittle played by Eddie Murphy and this old Dr. Doolittle? <laughs> um, less top hats. Less top hats. It... We think they can both talk to animals, but there's nothing in this scene to actually indicate that the animals understand Dr. Doolittle. If my memory serves me, one of the things that actually legitimately upset me in the new Dr. Doolittle was, Uh for some reason, the animals talk back. Uh, Whereas previously, the animals just like, like, it wasn't like Mr. Ed. They weren't like wisecracking at Dr. Doolittle. More of a Pokemon scenario. Yeah, it was more like the seal will squawk and he'll understand what it means. Uh, there's never a point in time in which like the dog talks about like wanting to hump his leg or something. 
Um, but they, they never we, subtitled the animals or anything in the old one? N- not that I know of. Uh, not that. Well, okay, remember, this has been, like, I was, like, five the last time I watched the original Dr. Doolittle. So this mm. is, like, twenty over 25-plus years of, of brain-melting life uh, between those two points. So I have no idea what in actuality happens. But I'm pretty sure he just talks and sings to animals, and then they understand and he understands them. Um, he does seem to be mostly like a weird English caretaker. Um, so he's not a veterinarian. I don't know if the concept of veterinarian existed. <laughs> like, like, like he's wearing a fucking top hat, Paul. Like he's in a carriage. I'm pretty sure this is like pre 20th mm. century shit. Well, I mean, and they had farriers back then, right? Yeah, I guess They're basically it's, horse doctors. Yeah, I, I guess that's true. But like, and the fact that he's called Doctor does make me think that because you don't, I I don't think he's a a a, a medical doctor. I think he's like one of the, like like a English elite, like a crazy English elite who ends up hearing what animals have to say. <laughs> so his doctorate's in eliteness, philosophy, probably or something. philosophy. Yeah, elite yeah. philosophy. Yeah, uh, whereas new Dr. Doolittle is quite literally a vet um, and takes care of animals, and the animals get Take care him of him, into, too. Yeah, will take care of him by making his life as interesting as possible. He also had kids that played a really active role. So was this not a kids movie? The new ones are clearly kids it, movies it, with it kids a, forward. It, it was a kids movie. It's a kids book. True. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Dr. Lulu is a children's book, something yeah. like The Wind in the Willow and all that sort of stuff. Is it one of those books that in like a historical mindset we actually see as a real like stinging critique on communism? Uh, no, I think it's just about a man who talks to animals. <laughs> <laughs> like, they can't. They can't all be about communism. <laughs> yeah, they can't. They, no, I don't think this is an animal farm, animal farm situation. Uh, I think it. I think it's just about a man who talks to animals, and I think it's charming and fun. Um, I think. Yeah, I think the the bad guys are animal abusers or something. I don't remember. Uh, right, well, were the well, bad guys in the Doctor Doolittle movies? <laughs> in the new ones, yeah, I think they the were like ones. stealing dogs or something. Stealing dogs. So so it's the 101 Dalmatians plot, basically? Basically. All right, John, you're getting into theories territory, so I want you to tell me what you really think this movie's about. Okay. I think it's about a community of people trying to deal with the fact that they have a uh, absurdly wealthy and overly educated insane person in their... Well, they think they have an extremely wealthy and overly educated insane person in that's been in the like the rural English town and it's about their sort of like warming up to him uh while he tries to care for and take and rescue uh animals that have been abused that's a good straight read yep what what's your idea paul well based on the differences between this and the new doctor do little movie and the very little context we have I think it's about a disgraced medical doctor who's earned the title Dr. Doolittle by the fact that mm. no one wants him as their physician, moves out to the countryside, goes a little bit mad, decides he needs to save these random animals and take care of them by bringing them just into his house, mm-hmm. but they get sicker over time, 
and whenever they start to look like they might be about to die, he takes them, sings them a song, and just yeets them into the ocean. <laughs> it just happens we get the one clip where the seal lives at the end. Yeah, I think most uh, of the movie's actually just him singing a song like, and then throwing a sick animal. Throwing, throwing a horse into the ocean. <laughs> he's, he's very strong, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, or push me, pull you into the ocean, I guess would be the other thing. But um, yeah, no... Uh, I remember Dr. Doolittle being just weird by itself. Like, there's just random songs. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very much a musical, so there's just random the songs. New ones, the new ones were not musicals, were they? No, the new ones were not musicals. That's that's a big misstep, because Eddie Murphy, you know, must have a beautiful singing voice. So he I'm had sure... a career as a musician for a while. Oh, did he? Holy shit. You remember he released the single, My Girl Wants to Party All the Time? Uh, no, I party do not remember time, that. Party all the time. Yeah. Okay, well, there, I it was corrected. fine. It should have been a musical. Eddie Murphy should have had a musical Doctor Doolittle version. All right, really. Letter. D- uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, okay, listeners, let's get on this this letter writing drive now uh, for a recut of the original remake, Doctor Doolittle. A recut of the original remake to make it yeah. so Eddie Murphy sings. Yeah. So we get a. Uh, twenty-five year old, uh, twenty-five years older, Eddie Murphy to cut like a bunch of music videos to just in- insert in between various parts of the movie. I'm pretty sure "Party All the Time" was shot in front of a green screen, so we probably don't need to do that much work. Yeah, no, I mean, oh, oh, so we just need the original. <laughs> we just need the original footage of "Party All the Time," and, yeah, and we're good uh, to go. And then we could just splice in animals around it. And oh no, wait! My is it? Did you say it's about his wife wants to party all the time? Uh, it's called. I think it's called. My girl wants to party. My all the girl time. wants to party. So then we just cut in seals dancing my seals seal wearing wants women's to clothing. Party all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's be the same thing. It's the same thing. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, John, can we recommend either the movie you've described, the movie we think this is, the movie I've described, or the remake of the new Doctor Doolittle <clears throat> as a musical starring Eddie Murphy? With music from his independent work. Yes. So I think that this is probably one of the best minutes that we've gotten. Just like straight straight minutes that we've gotten. Uh, I highly recommend watching the minute. And uh, I think I can recommend the movie. I, I definitely recommend your movie. I like I like the disgraced sad doctor movie. That also is a musical. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a musical. He's completely nutty. <laughs> yeah. No, that sounds great. Um, yeah, I'm into it. How about you, Paul? Honestly, the only thing that gives me pause about the actual film is whether or not it looks like the animals are unhealthy or what kind of care might have been taken of them. Based off of the one minute we see here, the seal looks a little bit dodgy. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it was the 60s. Yeah. All seals looked dodgy. Seals be dodgy. Seals be dodgy. Yeah, no, this is from 1967. So, yeah, what a weird fucking time. Well, go ahead, dear listeners, and check out this clip. Let us know what you think. If you yeah. want to tell us what you think, you can at us on the various social media platforms at Plug and Missing. Email us at the Minute Podcast. Fuck, I meant... Fuck, I fucked it up, John. You did fuck it up. I did fuck it up real bad. <laughs> we only have the two podcasts, and I can't keep them straight. If you want to tell us what you thought about this clip or about minutes in general 
You can add us on the various social media platforms at MinutePod or email us at theminutepodcast at gmail.com. If you want to leave us a review on iTunes, please do that. (laughs) As always, this episode was co-hosted by John and Paul with music by me, produced by John. Come back next week where we're going to ask you. Isn't it a pity you were born a seal? That's just so racist against seals. (laughs) Uh, this clip. Holy crap, you made it to the end. We'll be back next week to do it all again. Until then, be well and be sure to take a minute. The Minute Podcast.